Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Oh, what an episode. (laughs) Who's that? that? (laughs) That's just me after smoking too much. (laughs) No, I was trying to do Earth a Kick. Can you do it? Oh, what an episode! <laughs> That's more like Hannibal Lecter thing. No, that that would be oh. that would be. <laughs> oh, hang on, that's what? Kenneth Williams. <laughs> <laughs> what an episode! Oh, oh no, no, that's not bad actually. That's Alaska, I think. Um, but yeah, the this episode was good, and the reason I could tell it was very good is because I saw you yesterday and. We banned ourselves from talking about it so we could save it for the podcast. We but it was did. actually hard not to talk about it because we so wanted to get into it. <laughs> Which is weird, really, because you don't normally, you know, when you see somebody outside of work, you don't necessarily want to talk about work, do you? But, oh, not us, babes. Oh, and not when it's this episode. I mean, there's some episodes we probably could quite easily not talk about in real life. But this one was just... To wait a full day was just too much. <laughs> but yeah, let's um, let's start at the beginning. So Mayhem has gone, which already to me feels like a lifetime ago. That feels like months ago. Um, but yeah. Well, let's, all, let's also remember that in the recap, they switched back to a few weeks ago when it had uh, Touche, two votes for Shea because, and then, so hinting to us, because what I always think with a recap, obviously, is that if a recap happens that seems a bit out of place, then you know that something's going to happen with that storyline. And it does, obviously. So you knew from the get-go that that was going to be, like, part of this storyline Well, it had to, Well, it had to be. They always do that, especially if, it, especially if it sticks out like a sore thumb like that one did. You're like, what? This? I thought I was watching the wrong episode to begin with. Oh, you are paying attention, Sam. <laughs> I Nothing know, gets right? past you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Jessica Fletcher, babes. <laughs> Nancy Drew. Uh, do Nan- you Nancy think... boys. <laughs> we can say it because we are them. <laughs> um, do you think um, Mayhem is missed... In the series now, or I, I don't feel like she would have done that well in Snatch Game. First of all, I thought I f- I'd forgotten she was there. Um, and <laughs> second of all, I mean, the only reason I would have liked to have had her there for Snatch Game is, you know, for more numbers. But obviously, because it's because it's like just blind, to make up the numbers. Because it's like blind <laughs> date, uh, you it's you could only really do it with six. So I I get that. The only reason would be to see another character. That would be fun. But um, no, I think on All Stars Four they did it with more girls. They did it with eight. I think each round had four. So oh, I think this they? is the, one of the smaller ones they've ever done. But um, it did mean that the good ones had more chance to shine. Um, but we should and, get to and, them. And the bad ones had more chance to stink. <laughs> And stink they did! <laughs> um, what did you make of the fact that we found out officially this week that Mayhem voted for herself off? So everyone voted for it. It was unanimous, runanimous, it was and runanimous. she did as well. I think that it is... I agree with Shay when she says, you know, she's going to whoop her ass! Because I agree. It's like, that's the second time in this series after Angina where a queen has voted for themselves. Why friggin' bother to be on there then? I mean, really? Are you telling me there's no other All-Stars that would put in a bit more effort? Bollocks. Well, if you go on All-Stars, like, it introduces you to a new audience, your booking fee goes up. There are a lot of benefits to going on without winning. So maybe if you got there, you're like, well, I've already, my Twitter followers have gone up. I'm going to make some extra money. I'm not doing that well. Maybe it's time for me to... I find it very hard for people to be like, oh, do you know what? I'm just, I'm just not, I'm just... Oh, you know, clearly I'm out of my league here, everybody. So I'm just going to gracefully bow out. And I, I mean, I admittedly, like, as we said last week, you know, the, she was very graceful in her exit speech and, you know, the lipstick reflects that. So, I, I you know, it's, it was tastefully done, but I still think don't freaking go on the show if you're going to do that. I understand that way of thinking, but I also think there's something to be said about having some self-awareness about how well you're doing. Because it's quite easy on Drag Race or All Stars to to come across as quite deluded. Mm. Like when you're doing <laughs> shit and you're like, like. Well, I think I was great. Um, <laughs> I really felt I did really well in that challenge, but you came bottom. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Valentina. I mean, she did it quite charmingly, but she's just like, oh, I don't identify as being the bottom. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't identify as being the bottom too. 
you are in the bottom two, whether you want to identify as that or not. <laughs> facts are facts, America. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they, they all start having a conversation about who they think is the front runner. So I just wondered, who, do you, who would you have said at this point is the front runner? You know who I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to always say... Jujube. I'm going to say Jujube. I just think... To be or not to Jujube. To be or not to Jujubees. Um, I think that <laughs> she's a swarm of be- uh, Jujubees, babes. Um, I think that she has maybe... <laughs> Okay, maybe not in the last episode, because um, it was a bit crappy for everybody. I mean, What I, even was the last episode? It was GMZ. The, yes, GMZ. Pretty crap. I remember shocking. Yeah. And uh, pee on me. Um, but I think it was just <laughs> a bit crap, and I don't think any of them came off particularly well. So to say any frontrunners, other than the fact that they'd you know, won a few challenges, I think they should all have been hanging their bewigged heads in shame. Well, some people uh, really look at the like report card, who's got the most wins, who's got the most highs. Yeah. But I also think there's a separate thing, which is just a general kind of vibe that you're bringing to it all. And I think Shay has just come in giving frontrunner mm. uh, winner vibes, and I think that's been pretty consistent throughout. So even though she did have her low point in the bottom, I still feel like she's the one to be, and I think that's how everyone else feels as well. Well, I think, well, as I said at the time, I think the um, when she was in the bottom, it was unwarranted, frankly. So I don't accept that she was the... I don't identify with her being in the bottom on that, on that week. Um, <laughs> well, she, she also was in India's bottom this episode. Did you see the little <laughs> clip where she's behind India and, like, she goes, oh, put it in. I was like, God, this is getting X-rated. And also it made me feel a bit nauseous again, just like the licking thing last time. I mean, I really like India, but anything sexual to do with her honestly makes you want to chuck, chuck up my chips. It's nothing personal, no offence. It's just whenever I think of you in a sexual context, it makes me sick, that's all. <laughs> just a bit of constructive feedback. Honestly, it makes me want to kill myself. But um, other than that, I think you're great. <laughs> so we find out early on, no mini challenge again. They ain't got time for that shit. It's the Snatch Game of Love. Yay! So, I mean, this is our first Snatch Game recapping together, Sam. It is. Um, so I want to know, like... A lot of people love Snatch Game. Some people think it's kind of tired. Uh, is it a challenge you look forward to in a season? Absolutely love it because I know... Because the thing is, it's, it's celebrities that we know, I mean, for the most part, but it's always... <laughs> it, and it's a good way of seeing, you know, their impressions, seeing their acting skills. It's like, it's better... I think it's better than, you know, an improv challenge because they're yeah. playing a part of somebody else. It's like... I mean, I know we will talk about it. It's like, again, with Gigi being and a voice or, or Shay doing a voice. It's, it's, you have to be, it's no point just looking like somebody. You have to act like somebody, like act and, and be a caricature. And that's why it's good. Well, you live your whole life being a caricature. <laughs> I do. You're a parody of yourself. <laughs> just a big old joke. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the old. Joke's, but, um, on, joke's on me, babes. But I agree. I like the fact Snatch Game's the only challenge that if you've been auditioning to get on the show for years yeah. all those years you could be thinking about that because it's always going to be there whereas everything else kind of gets thrown at you mm. left right and center mm. but snatch game you there really is no excuse to not be prepared you still no might excuse. not be good there's no excuse not to be good at it because there is not what well, i mean they're living in a like the drag world it is about performance and it's all about performance so you cannot tell me like Anyone, like, unless if you were any kind of performer, don't tell me that you don't have an impression or something that you can do that's a party piece. And if you and if you think at one point, even in the the years in the future, you might have to do a snatch game, you would have it down for God's sake, well, wouldn't you? Well, I know you have a party one, um, a party piece, Sam. You do an excellent Skeletor impression. <laughs> I think I did that in the first episode, didn't I? That that's all I've got. I might, I might <laughs> looks wise. Have you look, already done that one? <laughs> yeah, I have. It's brilliant. Uh, so have you got any others wheel something else out um i think i did i think i did quite a good uh, courtney act last week <laughs> no that was not good that was bottom two um, material. What, uh, how about how about uh, tom cruise in far and away have you seen that no oh he plays he plays an irish man and uh, he plays an irish guy and nicole kidman is you know his date whatever and he goes oh you're a corker shannon what a sh- <laughs> I got away well, i messed up <laughs> oh, he goes he goes oh you're a corker shannon what a corker you are and I, and he does it, he does it so badly that it's always i always think it's really funny you know on snatch game you don't get to go again when you mess it up <laughs> sorry Rue, bear with i'm just gonna do that one again i said i said <laughs> sorry stop tape stop tape <laughs> you can't, you can't. <laughs> oh no 
Although I do, although I do, have you seen, I know we, again, I'm going to talk about fucking Celeb to Big Brother, but you know, um, when someone, I think, who was it, um, Barry from EastEnders, who went into the diary room and said a few things and went, oh no, no, um, cut, cut, can we get, I'll can I start that bit again, and they're like... This is a reality show. It doesn't work. <laughs> well, I was watching because they re-aired the old episodes the other week. And you remember, obviously, Jackie Stallone when she went in. Like, no, <laughs> it's, I'm Jackie. It's, it's Jackie. And when you watch that old episode, you realise she, she didn't know that she was being filmed for a lot of it. So she thought that when they did the challenges or, like, the nominations, that was the TV show. But the rest of the time when they were sat around, she oh. thought they were just waiting for it. So, like, she was just wandering around saying all this stuff, not knowing it was on TV. <laughs> now, when she came across as such a mad bitch, I mean, she'd she'd be she'd be a great snatch game person, wouldn't she? Because she looks so. She oh looks god, so she would be amazing. <laughs> Even just every answer, "Hey Jackie," would get a laugh. I'm sure. It's Jackie. Yeah, I'm Jackie. <laughs> uh, we she, start she, finding she, out who is she. Is she dead? By the way. Well, I mean, was she ever alive? But no, she is technically still alive, yeah. Because um, we looked it up after the episode. I don't know what she's doing now. Probably still wandering around that house trying to get out. Just being Sly Stone's mum. I think, well, she must be in her 90s and that's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she's not long for this world, but let's hope oh. not. Um, hope she doesn't die, I mean. Hope you um, don't die! <laughs> the biggest compliment you can give someone. Love you, Jackie. <laughs> if you're listening... <laughs> we start finding out who everyone's doing. So Juju B is very much staying on brand with the whole cat thing. She's bringing cats into every episode. Yeah. And Eartha Kit is obviously Catwoman. So, um, but the thing is, she was Catwoman, but she was she never actually was a cat though. I mean, she did she played Catwoman, but you don't always say like, "Oh, Michelle Five a Catwoman." I mean, I know Eartha Kit did that job. And and but have you ever seen the film Boomerang? Is that Eddie Murphy? It is Eddie Murphy, yes. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the poster. So I got oh. the gist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, can, I just tell, can I just tell anyone now who hasn't seen it to watch it? Not only is the soundtrack amazing, it's Eddie Murphy at its finest, but also it's got a young Halle Berry in it and Grace Jones is in it and she's fucking crazy. And um, Eartha Kitt's in it playing some old, old, sexed up, crazy old lady. So, I mean, it's, it's, wor- it's worth it just for I'm them. I'm glad you said Eartha Kitt was in it. I thought you'd gone off on quite a tangent no, there. No. <laughs> Oh. I've really anyway, waiting for an opportunity to bring up this film and it's not coming so I'm just uh, going to start talking about it. Anyway, back to the <laughs> 90s music uh, podcast. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> well, I must admit, when I heard she was doing Earth Kit, I was getting alarm bells because I was just thinking, I'm not a huge fan of repeating characters, but mm. I do think if you're going to repeat someone who's been done on Snatch Game... Don't you repeat take yourself. who's been bombed, who's been done very badly, mm. and then you completely slay it. But the fact mm. is, Earth Kit's been done twice, and while neither were winning performances by Chichi Devane or Valentina, mm. they were both pretty solid. Um, so to go there again, and so soon after Valentina did it... Mm. I wasn't liking the idea, but we shall get to what I thought of it overall later. Did you know what's with you? Like, but the one thing I hate about a Snatch Game episode is the the chats with Rue beforehand in the workroom. I find oh, it's so, so tense. It's so painful because he's always like, oh, um, do you think you should be doing that one? And and they, and they always says like, oh, go on then, make me laugh. Give me an impression of your impersonation. And they go, oh, and it's, and like, and even when it's like, you can tell. I don't know whether they even have Rue in the room or just like mack him on afterwards to go either <laughs> or mm, crickets. It's like, oh, it's, pain- <laughs> it's painful to watch. It's like if they just put a gun to their head and then say, make me laugh. It's just like you put them in the tensest situation and then expect some comedy gold. And these walkthroughs, I, I, they, I do hate them. They're not in their outfits. They're throwing random questions about breakfast. It's just like yeah. very hard to make it funny. Yeah. Um, how did you feel when you found out Shay was doing Flavor Flav and did you know who that was? I know who Flavor Flav is because, um, well, I, I'm an 80s and 90s You music fucked him. I'm, <laughs> I've, su- I've sucked his big clock. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in a few episodes of uh, Family Guy and American Dad. I've seen, I know him as an artist from the 80s, but also I've seen him on a few... So um, what are his shows. songs? Because I know him from Flavor of Love, the reality show, with which gave us the gift of the universe, which is Tiffany New York Pollard. To oh, get back yeah. To Big so that's how I know him. But so did he... What's his, like... Did he have a big hit at some point? Um, do you know what? I wish you'd have said you were going to ask me this question so I could have told you. I don't know. I think he We was... should start doing rehearsal run-throughs. We really should. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely... He was in a band in the 80s. A really big band. Was it Bananarama? It wasn't Bananarama. It was... Bros? No. Public Enemy. Public... Is that the one that Dr. Dre was in? That was NWA. Uh, oh, God. 
I'm showing myself up. So it's Public Enemy, and he said, look, you know, he had lots of big hits. It's probably like early, early 80s hip hop. I assume one of his hits is about time, because everyone kept like... No, that's because he always wears a big clock around his, around his neck. I still think that he maybe made a song about time, the way Ross made that joke later. No, it's just, it's just to do with a big clock. <laughs> okay, bitch, I'm looking it up now, so let's settle this once and for all. Flavor Flav songs. Fight the power, don't believe the hype, harder than you think. Every single picture he's got a big clock around his neck, that is why. Okay, I'm not seeing a time-based song, so I might be willing to concede this one, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I shouldn't argue with Sam about the 80s, because you certainly were more present I thought, for it I, I thought was. you were going to say about Some music. of us were just being born. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, we worked out yesterday that I'm a Generation X, aren't I? Yeah, and I thought you'd be Generation Y. Like, Generation Y, are you here? <laughs> it's, ge- it's, ge- it's Generation XXX, babes, that's what it is. <laughs> XXXL. <laughs> are you a big fan of Tiffany New York Pollard? Oh my God. Not only is she in my favourite episode of Subject Big Brother of all time, the day Favourite episode of TV of all time, yeah. that yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. Jesus. No agree it's TV. art. It's, it's art, it's, mama. It's actual art, but also... Um, when she does her, I I almost I watched it so many times. Her documentary when she slags off Gemma Collins. I watched it Gemma so many is a times. Fat cunt. First of all, first of all, I want to say that she is a fat cunt, and like it's so out of the blue. I was so shocked. She was like, they were old maiden shoes. Somebody told her once upon a time that she looked good in those those shoes. Well, they were lying. It was just, she was lied to several times. <laughs> she was lied to several times. Oh, she, she was just... told she was fly. She was beautiful. She's nothing of the sort. <laughs> I've never heard someone be so vicious about someone in such a calm tone of voice. So calm and so articulate. It's very hard to use the C word without <laughs> being aggressive, but it was just so matter of fact, like, Gemma is a fat cunt. <laughs> it's just like, wow. I'm going to have to watch that again, actually, after this. That's a real defining moment in my life. Oh, I'm it's one so... you have to wheel out quite regularly because it really <laughs> never gets old. So that is my only knowing, only, I only ever, I never saw her on anything else before Subject Big Brother and I just fell in love with her then. You should watch her on Flavor of Love. It was good. So that's all, but I only watched, I didn't watch the full series. I just watched Tiffany's bit. So I knew who Flavor of Flav was, but I don't really know what his mannerisms are. But obviously Shay has chosen to do a man, which has been done before. Mm. And Alexis mm. also chooses to do a man with Walter Mercado. Mm. Did you know who he was? Uh, I've seen pictures of him. I don't, um, not unlike, I'm not as old as Michelle, so I didn't grow up watching him like she said. <laughs> but um, I have seen him on TV before. And he's just, he's just sort of like a, um, a Russell Grant, a Hispanic Russell Grant. He was, I thought he looked a bit like Barry Manilow with the picture they showed. Just that kind of weird old gay surgery face. Yes. <laughs> no offence, Sam. <laughs> Check it. No offence, no offense, Barry Manilow either, poor Barry. <laughs> do you like, in general, when they do Men for Snatch Game? It How do you feel about that? It makes no difference to me, honestly. Because um, it is, it's dressing up to play a part, which is what they do most of the time anyway. So I think it is... It, it, I think... If you can do it well, then it's great. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see Blair Sinclair, you know, dress up and act like a man, but it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and I think this has been done with pretty much every time anyone's done a man on the show. I still like it to have, because it's Drag Race, an element of camp. And oh, the, it well, always it has, has, to, has to be camp. It's like when, when they did Little Richard. I mean, you could barely say that was a yeah. man anyway. Well, Kennedy really paved the way. She was the first one to really do a man and then mm. she won. So I think that sport's given it mm. free reign because mm. there was once a time when doing male drag, like when Milk did it or Alaska did it on season five, was like almost straight to the bottom two. Yeah, yeah. But these days it's um, way more um, likely to result in success. Exactly. As we see later in this episode. Um, so we then find out that India is also kind of doing, well, kind of doing a man. Jeffree Star, I don't know where... Jeffrey really identify. Even he says he sees himself as more of a vampire um, than anything else. My, so you, you, can't, you, you can't see right now. My eyes are rolling hard in the back of my head. Do you hate Jeffrey Star? Most a lot of people do, don't I they? Don't, I don't. I I've only had a few not actual dealings, but I've seen him a bit on on Instagram stories YouTube. or anything like that, and I have just not enjoyed his presence. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm not saying I'm a fan of Jeffree Star. I know he's very problematic and a lot of people don't like him. But I do find myself very fascinated by his whole oh, life. Oh, definitely and fascinating. It's a bit and... of a guilty pleasure. I do watch the videos. I, I get into the beef. The whole makeup industry 
thing that's going on at the moment with him, Tatiana, um, mm-hmm. James, is it James Charles? Mm. And Shane Dawson. Like, I mean, God, it's really good drama. Oh, it is good drama. They should make a reality show about that. They really, really should. I'm really surprised someone hasn't. But I think it's because all the people in it, especially Jeffrey, are so problematic. Like, he said a lot of things in the past. Like, I think he's been associated with using, like, Nazi memorabilia in his products. Of course. And, and <laughs> saying, like, the N-word and things like that. So well, a lot of people want him to be cancelled. So I want, you to, um, I want you all to use my swastika blush. Yeah, well, actually, I think that's quite accurate. I think that pretty much is what he did. Oh, but he's in the middle of a storm this week um, to do with that whole makeup industry thing. So this is very weird timing that he's now on Snatch Game. But did you did you think it was a good choice? <laughs> I've seen the episode. Well, obviously I've, not I've, ultimately, but having seen the episode. I think I, mean, I think um, it's he would be enough of a character. It's like, for example, who was it that did um, the robot in season 12? Gigi Good. Gigi Good, right. That is proof that it doesn't even matter what the what you are doing or who you're impersonating. If you do it well and you're funny, you can win. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't... Like, I don't know any... I don't really know much about, you know, this guy's catchphrases or anything like that. But if she'd done him well and Hi, said... Hi, how and, are you? Yeah, That's exactly. pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd done any... If you'd done any... If done it well and it made me laugh, then it would have worked. So it's all down. It's all down to India's terrible performance. Well, this is like the pros and cons to doing a. If you do a really famous person, like basically if you do Cher or Liza, you kind of have to make it quite accurate because mm. people are so familiar mm. with who and those you, people you've are. You've got to bring something so new to it as well. Yeah. Whereas if you pick someone obscure, the benefit is you don't have to be that accurate. But the other side of it is well yeah people don't know them, so you have to kind of explain them as well as impersonate. Yeah, them. exactly. So that's quite difficult. So obviously Blair chooses Ellen, which is someone we all know. Uh, we all know and hate. No, <laughs> um, but, but I mean, Ellen again is another person a lot of people... It's a lot of stories are coming out about her this year. Have you, are you aware of this? Yes, I am. That, um, the, that tr- the trans activist uh, who does makeup, I think, she said how awfully she was treated and then a lot of other people have come out and said that they were treated badly as well. In fact, do you know, I actually have a video saved on my... On my desktop, ready to watch about the people who have said that she's awful. Oh, it's endless. When you get into it, like, everyone who's ever worked with her says she's, like, a, a massive monster. Oh, God. And, you know, like, I don't like to fuel cancel culture, but when enough people are saying it, you do just think, well, there is no smoke without oh, like, fire. like the whole Leah Michelle thing? Oh, God, yeah. Well, that's very similar to that, actually. Just, like, someone who seems like a complete exactly. kind of egomaniac. Or, 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 hold on, it's been about five minutes um, when I haven't mentioned Seb to be brother, but, like, the um, the Roxanne, <laughs> like the Roxanne Pallet situation when everybody came out of the cupboard and was like, oh, my God, she's a massive bitch. Oh, God, yeah, it was like that as well. Mm. But none of that those stories are as uncomfortable as watching Blair do her Ellen impression in the workroom. <laughs> so this was the worst one. Cause she makes some joke about goats. I don't know where that came from. And oh. Rue's just like, y- you didn't make me laugh. Not only did she not laugh, she then pointed out that she hadn't laughed <laughs> to and, really rub it in. And also, she, can't, she, she, actually, she, looks like a, she looks like a blonde lesbian. She can't even play a blonde lesbian well. I know, it didn't take much of a transformation. <laughs> no, she just, she'd just be Blair in a suit. Oh, cringe. So Ruth suitably terrified them all, screamed at them all, make me friggin' laugh! And then we get to the actual snatch game of love. Oh. So we split into two batches. We get the... I love your exhausted sigh. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the snatch game of love, and the, it's in two batches. The first batch, we get our snatchler, whatever he's called. It's Tommy Dorfman, mm. in keeping with this season. I don't know who that is. He's from 13 you, Reasons Why on Netflix. Do you know, I knew he'd be from that, because every time I don't know a young gay man... <laughs> they're always from that. Drag Race, I mean, they're always from fucking 13 how many, Reasons Why. How many fucking gays are in that show? I mean, I've not watched it, and now I'm definitely not going to. No, I, I tried watching the first 20 minutes, and I actually found it quite offensive, so I just turned it <laughs> off. I thought it was... I thought it was making light of suicide, so I just... Yeah, yeah I wasn't I didn't. I didn't identify myself with watching it, so I didn't. <laughs> I ident- identified myself as a hater of that show. <laughs> um, so we get to see... We didn't get this in the walkthrough, but Cracker is doing Gaga, which is seen as kind of a do-not-do-Lady Gaga, because it's already been done badly twice. Mm. Um, but she does do a completely different um, well, she kind do- of... And she does it badly thrice. She finds a whole new way to do it shit. I know, good She does modern Gaga. She doesn't do the whole mother monster. She goes for kind of actress, star is born, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of pretentious Gaga. Mm. So I think it could have been good. There is a way to make this funny. And she did kind of a good impression and she looks like her. But it felt very laboured, yeah, like Cracker like, yeah, does a lot just, of the just time. You, just because you've got a big nose doesn't, doesn't, make, doesn't make the whole thing, you know, believable. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, she's actually done a video on Instagram since the episode aired, apologising for the impression. <laughs> really? She, oh, good. Where she dresses as Gaga and like loads of people are pelting her in the street with like garbage. It's just really embarrassing. Yeah. Even that's cringe because I think it's like I think Cracker thought it was going to be like a really iconically bad moment, like Trixie and RuPaul. But actually, she's not really a big part of this episode. So. Yeah, it's just like why? Why did you bother with that? It's like doing a TikTok when everybody wants you to do one. Yeah. We know so who you wasn't, are. <laughs> it wasn't horrendous, but yeah, it was it was uncomfortable. Mm. Um, what did you make of Alexis's? Um, well, do you know what? Alexis the Mateo has really turned my stomach in this whole episode. I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't... <laughs> You've think... got stomach issues. A lot of people are turning your stomach. <laughs> Honestly, I've been vomiting all afternoon. And that's just before I watched the episode. <laughs> I think that she just... When I mean I know I know I'm skipping ahead, but she goes she goes I really I really smashed the love the the snatch game of love and it's like no you didn't you did you did an okay job you were she was basically the best of a really bad bunch in those three so um I just think it was it was it was all right it was good enough but then she was she got hold of a catchphrase and tried to make it happen and it was just oh, annoying yeah she milked that I thought she was good but to me having no reference point for Walter Mercado I mm. thought it did just seem like Alexis. But Alexis is naturally funny, so it worked. But I wasn't compared to like Shay and Jujubee, who really changed their voice and mannerisms. I was mainly still getting Alexis. Yeah, exactly. But she did give me the biggest laugh of the episode when Cracker answered her question, and Alexis says, "It was my question, dumb bitch." <laughs> yeah, we're just heading off for a short break. Thanks for listening, but stay tuned. We've got loads more to come. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club. Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. So what did we think of um, India's Jeffrey? <laughs> Just terrible. That's the only laugh it got, <laughs> you yeah. laughing at it then. But it was, it was, oh, there's nothing worse than watching somebody just fail and i mean she, i mean she fails spectacularly but with you know with confidence so i mean that's quite good i don't know i don't know if it was i don't think anyone really bombed this snatch game as spectacular as they usually is like definitely india and cracker weren't great but usually you get a really tumbleweed silence well, that's there's, usually, kind of... there's usually more people doing it and they weren't i mean no this was this yeah. was tumbleweed because there was not one not one laugh not one laugh yeah but it wasn't like she was really shooting for a joke so it was almost like she was just kind of knowing that it wasn't going to be that funny, but just kind of trudging through. What? And actually, the impression was kind of accurate. They said later it wasn't like Jeffrey, but um, it was kind of Jeffrey-ish. But and the makeup was, was good. But all the ma- I mean, she the looked makeup, like the- white chicks. Yeah. <laughs> the, makeup was really, the makeup was really good. But um, also, at one point, she just... She just like uses Alexis's own, own joke against her, and it was just, that was just embarrassing. Which Alexis was already overusing, and then she went and jumped on it as well. Yeah, exactly, the whole thing was just painful. So Alexis was chosen as the winner from the first batch, which was a very obvious choice. But who did you think was worse out of India and Cracker? That's uh, a hard oh, question. Oh, India, India was worse, 100%. Yeah, I agree. India was the worst. Um, just... So then we get to the second batch. And can I just say, I do have sympathy for both queens, which was Blair and Cracker, who were in chair number one. Because mm. the way it works is that they go... Sh- straight to them when they ask the question. Yeah. But the other two queens, if they have the same question, have a bit longer to think of something. Uh, well, Whereas... it's not that much longer, but also they do have time yeah. to interact and think of some quips to say about the last thing that somebody said. And if you're the first yeah. person, then you don't get that. Yeah, so I think it's a little bit of a disadvantage. And I bet they're assigned the roles. So I bet in some ways they were set up to kind of have the mm, yeah. uh, those ones not do as well. But um, Blair on with Ellen... Um, I mean, the look was good. Again, not much. That's all I can say. Exactly, not not much. The thing is, she did... It's, for example, when it was over and they were introducing them, she was quite Ellenish then. Do you know what I mean? That was quite good. The acting was was quite good. I've seen... Physical. Yeah, because have you ever seen Kate McKinnon do Ellen on... Saturday Night Live, for example. I hadn't, but a lot of people have been mentioning it since this episode aired. Yeah, so it, it sounds was, like it was, she was it, doing that. It was a bit like, yeah, she was basically doing that, but not as well. Well, that's one of the tips that people like Jinx Monsoon, who won Snatch Games, say to people. If you want to do a good impression, watch someone else impersonating the celebrity and do the impression of the impression. Yeah, That's yeah. like one of the good tips. I feel like some of them did do that. Mm. Um, 
I think, I felt like she was doing a bit of a southern accent for Ellen, and I've never really thought of Ellen as having a southern accent, so I don't know what that's no, about. No, I don't really get that, but because she, cause, maybe because she lives on a ranch, I don't know, but... um, She said, I mean, she had a couple of fun. she was far more funny than, I mean, even she was, I mean, she was like the last out of that group, but she even she was funnier than any of the people in the first group, in my opinion. Oh, I definitely didn't think she was better than Alexis. Uh, so this is where I have my controversial opinion. And yeah. I'm scared to even air this. But <laughs> Juju as Eartha Kitt, I do think it was good. Obviously, it was good. But people are talking about it as if it's one of the legendary Snatch games. And I have to admit, it didn't really make me laugh. I thought she was doing fine and it was a well-thought-out performance. But the things that some people are... Some people are basically saying that I would sensually walk to the thermostat and turn up the thermostat to a sensible 74. People are acting like that's one of the funniest lines ever in Snatch Game. Uh, I thought, it didn't, didn't make me laugh. I thought... It, I mean, yeah, it did make me laugh because obviously... It's really, stu- it's really stupid. It's it's per- because she's so crazy. That's why it's funny because it's purposefully boring. Her being crazy, and then being boring and normal. I get the logistics of it. It just didn't make me laugh out loud. Whereas Alexis's actually did make me laugh a few times. Well, I and... laughed out loud at um, because I think Juju B slightly breaks character, and that's what made me laugh out loud. When yeah, she, she was laughing a bit. She was that when she goes, goes, I love you. That was that's what made me laugh out loud. Well, that was funny because she started the poem, but I hadn't thought of anything to say. And then halfway through, you could see her face be like, oh, shit. And then she just like threw that on the end. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> rhymed with blue. I mean, that was, that's my funniest moment. That's my funniest moment of this whole episode. I did like when she said... Um, we used to call it white noise. I yeah, that, that was, was her. That was good as well. Bit. And if you and if you do, if you've seen, if you've seen Boomerang, the I think she, I think she's almost doing. Are you going to keep mentioning Boomerang? <laughs> oh, because Eartha Kitt's in it. The Eartha, yes. How many times she is in bed? She is in Boomerang, and the the part that Juju B is playing is pretty much that Eartha Kitt from that film. Which is very interesting because Valentina basically did the same thing, but she did it with um, was it the Emperor's New Groove? which Eartha Kitt voiced a character in. Yes, and that's, that's what right. she kept referencing, but Rue hadn't seen the film, and I haven't seen the film. Yeah. So if you didn't see the film, you didn't really get the references. But Juju took, by the sounds of what you're saying, a specific character, but then turned yeah. it universal. Yes, and, and she, made, she basically took that character of being a bit weird and a bit old and turned it into this. And Because the thing is, you have, to, you have to be able to do improv straight off the bat, and she did it. I mean, she's, you know, she said about... Ellen liking pussy, that was funny as well. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. And that's what Juju's known for. But like, again, she does a whole different voice. Yeah, I thought Juju was quick on her feet and in her interactions. And I did think she was good. I just, I, I've always had a bit of controversial opinions with Snatch Game because like everyone talks about Alaska's May West has been amazing. And I can objectively see that it's good, but yeah. I just, I, I never laughed at that. I didn't laugh at Ben de la Creme's Paul Lind. So maybe I just have weird taste in Snatch Games. Maybe. But I did think that Shay's was very strong and I agreed with the win. It was, so I, it was I, really strong. I agree with it. It was, it was, it was really strong, but um, I think because I don't particularly like the character of Flav Flav, I'm not in love with Flav Shay's. Flav Flav! Yeah, I mean, Sorry. I thought it was good, but I thought it was... It was kind of, you know, an easy impression. It wasn't difficult for Shay to do. I don't know, but she went all in on it. She really changed her voice. She seemed to put like a really like soft lisp into her voice, which I thought was quite good. And then there was loads of physical, like her legs and arms moving. Yeah. And lots of jokes, like Buses is Yellow. I loved when she did the poem, Buses uh, is Yellow and you're a fella. Yeah, um, that, so. that was good too. Um, oh, t- do you know what we haven't mentioned is with... Um, What's his name? The the new judge for Canada Drag Race. Jeffrey Boa Chapman. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the second snatcher. Yeah, but the the weird thing with him. Gorgeous and Marie, as well. The weird thing with him and Marie was just a bit creepy. Oh, I like that because it's done. Obviously, I watched it with my boyfriend, and he th- like thought it was like the cameras had picked up on a candid moment. I was like, you do realize that's meant to be funny. <laughs> They're not actually just having an awkward interaction on camera. And then at the end, obviously, after Jeffrey picks Shay as the winner, um, Jeffrey then rejects Shay for and carries Rue off. Yeah. Because Rue's so tall, the image of her being carried off, I always find really funny. Yeah, she just looked like a big dead spider. Although, even though they are joking, I genuinely think Jeffrey did shag Rue and that's how he got on the camera. Do you think so? Yeah, I mean, he just seems to have suddenly become this 
drag race golden child, even though he's not like a drag queen. Does, does Rue have a open relationship? Yeah, she does. Uh, so um, the I... way Rue puts it in interviews is she never explicitly says open relationship. She says, if he wants a treat, he can have a treat. If I want a treat, I can have a treat. So reading between the lines, well, I don't I, think they're talking say, about cookies. What I, what I say is, if I want a treat, I can have a treat. And if he wants a treat, he can fucking not. He can not have one. <laughs> oh, believing in equality as ever. <laughs> what's his is mine, um, and what's mine is mine. But speaking of Jeffrey, we will be recapping Drag Race Canada. It'll be out tomorrow, so you can look forward to that. Um, but we shan't speak of that yet. We'll keep it. We shall not nice speak of it. Separate. <laughs> Um, but before that, Sam, can we try and be in sync? In sync. And do to the moon, <laughs> not the boy band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye, so, bye, 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 bye. So, so I just do it at the same time as you. Is that right? That's how in sync works. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Three, two, one. Two, 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 two the moon. The moon. <laughs> oh my god! You this did is it. the worst that, one. That yet. was the worst one. Yet. Why did you do it so slowly? So you could catch up. I don't need to catch up. I okay. know how it goes. And also, I had it in the car the other day, and my boyfriend once again said, do the move. Do the move. To the move. Do the move. Into the groove. So okay, what? let me count again. Let's take two. Three, two, one. Two, 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 to the moon. To the moon. Come on and take me away. Two, 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 to the moon. <laughs> that was quite good, that one. Oh, there he is! Hey guys! Football, more football stuff. Oh, that shouldn't be there. That's that's just drying. Is, is that a big sandal behind you? <laughs> no, that's one of those like sex chairs. Yeah, it's like a swingy no, chair. No, on the other side, it looks like it looks like a, a giant's um, leather sandal. Oh, it does. That is not. No, at the top. You probably can't see because you don't have no. <laughs> or is it a pile of conkers? <laughs> it's. Yeah, etched into the wood. It's like an emblem thing. Oh, I see what it is. Oh, right. Yeah, it's oh, oh, a fancy dresser. Yeah, <laughs> and you've still and you've and you've still got that glorious candelabra. Oh no, look at those little porcelain birdies. Oh, it's just we're meant great. to be reviewing the outfit, not all the trinkets. Oh, so sorry. we've got a white T-shirt that says Firenze. Is that right? Florence. Yeah. It's um, Florence. It's, yeah, it's 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 the Italian for Florence. Oh, do you know that Florence is what my mum calls her vagine? No. Oh my god. It's a bit of trivia for you all there. <laughs> Here comes that roast again. <laughs> um, I like that t-shirt, Moon. It makes your teeth look even whiter. Oh, thanks. And I like I like the length I like the length of the the length of the sleeves is nice as well. Thanks, guys. Yes, yes nice cut. Overall That's lovely of you. Overall thumbs up. Overall two thumbs up. Yeah. A good All Stars episode and a good Moon outfit. Where yeah, this we're, week is going swimmingly. It's nice and it looks clean, which is more than can be said from anything that I'm wearing right now. I'm actually in my underwear right now. Anything else? No. <laughs> well, should we get on to reviewing some better outfits? Oh, no shade to you, Moon. Um, <laughs> to the actual runway, I have to say this is probably one of my favourite dresses RuPaul has ever worn on. Oh, it's the, stunning, the stage. Isn't it? It's like a big McQueen-esque gown. Mm. I mean, I'm saying that reference. It was my boyfriend who told me. But he, you know, when they did the whole thing, I yeah. think it was in the 90s, where they sprayed the white dresses with paint. Yeah. I just, I think it's, it's beautiful. And it look. I mean, the way it carries behind him, lovely. <sighs> the silhouette. Amazing. So Do you think many it was layers. a reference to the prom theme? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, it was almost like Cinderella also, from, the, from the new movie, newish. Cinderella. Cinderella! Um, so, <laughs> so um, I think I briefly mentioned when I saw you yesterday, Sam, but you weren't aware that Rue has deleted all her social media posts this week, oh, which no, caused a I bit of a stir. Which ones, so we, has, which ones has she deleted? All of her Instagram posts, I think all her tweets, and she's changed her profile picture to a picture of her out of drag. Oh. So this, no one knows, but a lot of people are speculating that either... Rue might be retiring from like drag, so still doing the show, but just refusing to well, how, get up in drag how anymore. How old is Rue? Pardon? How old is Rue, Paul? 60. I mean, that is, a, I mean, the thing is, yeah, it's all very well putting, you know, if you're Joan Collins, you know, whatever, putting on a bit of a wig, putting on a bit of slap and a bit of powder. But that, <laughs> as you said before, that's a, you know, a four, five, six hour thing getting into that. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, drag is very uncomfortable. I mean, you've been in drag before, Sam. I have. Being in heels, I imagine Rue doesn't spend too long in heels because she's usually behind the desk. But just even having a wig on, it's hot, it's sweaty under studio lights. Mm -hmm. Like, it is, as Alaska said in All Stars 2, it's painful. So I Mm. wouldn't be surprised if multimillionaire Rue at 60 years old isn't keen to spend, like, day in, day out Mm. in drag anymore. But 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 first of all, can I just say, it isn't day in and day out. It is basically... No, that's true. She only has to do it... 12 times a year. Well, she did AJ and the Queen last year as well, which won't be happening again because it got cancelled. Oh, and I loved AJ and the Queen. I liked it too. I mean, it was... Um, I mean, once you got over the fact that it was shit, I loved it. (laughs) My only criticism was a big pile of shit. Apart from that, I absolutely adored it. But I mean, the scripting was terrible and bits... But it just, you know, the heart was in the right place. It was... Uh, you know, I might watch that again, actually. And um, and the main song that obviously, once again, it's forced down your throat, I actually quite liked. Ruby is Ruby red is hot. Red hot. <laughs> Why are we in sync for that when that was spontaneous, <laughs> but we still can't do fucking to the moon? That is insane. <laughs> so we meet the judging panel and Tommy Dorfman, as I am well informed, is from 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. He says that he dated Violet Chachki at school, which I assume is a joke, but... No, it isn't, ha- it isn't a joke. Oh, it's not a joke. That doesn't seem like a joke at all. Exactly. But then also it was a very weird thing to just say. Why? Just say, I used to to date Violet Chuchki. That's it. It's just a statement. So you didn't think it was weird? No, not really. I thought if you're going to mention that you used to date a drag queen from the show, you'd make some sort of joke about it. It just felt like a very disjointed... I I, I believe it. Because then she goes on to say, he goes on to say that that Blair's outfit, he wished he'd worn that on, on, you know, on his prom. So he's obviously quite fluid. So he just wants he's to fuck the whole cast, he's obviously, basically. He's obviously quite fluid. Yeah, I guess. I just thought it was a bit unusual. Mm. As was Rue's prom picture, which I have seen many times before, but it never failed Oh, so was that was me. that real? Yeah, that's really her prom picture. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't straight acting non-scene in school. Big shocker, I know. Who's that, who's that poor unsuspecting woman that he's with? Michelle. No, it isn't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, probably just his BFF. Oh. Um, his fag bang girl at the time. <laughs> so we get the prom runway. Uh, mm. Do you like this as a runway theme? Uh, yes, I do. There's a lot that could have been done with it, but that people didn't do. But I, I liked what people did. Did you have a prom? Um, no, it was that's far too much of an American thing, and uh, we didn't even really. Do, I had a prom. We didn't even really do Halloween back in my day. Oh really? Well, we did it, but like not to the extent that it's done these days. And it gets bigger every year, doesn't it? Yeah, I think exactly. we just generally get more American every year, don't we? We adopt more of well, our yeah, I mean, We'll, we'll think... be having Thanksgiving soon. Watch. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Thank God they left us. Oh, but yeah, we, can, we, can, <laughs> we can never do Thanksgiving, really, because it's got nothing to do with us. No. <laughs> um, what did you make of... So first up, we have Cracker, who came onto the runway with covered in acne and spots with a pink dress. I liked the idea of it, but like, and I have to agree with Michelle, the dress was not a prom dress. It was like a showgirl dress and she'd obviously you know she thought that people wouldn't notice that they'd just love the whole spotty idea but i didn't really like it stop relying on the acne exactly um yeah but i think if she were going to do this whole thing which she was doing was it meant to be an ugly dress and if it was it should have been even uglier she should have taken the joke even further well it, it should, have, kind it of should have been like, shit dress. It, it should have been that whole like um you know the Katy perry friday night video like with the braces exactly that sort of, it should have been a really shitty dress as well not quite a fun dress and like i don't know which Gigi kind of did do on season 12 but they wouldn't have known that because they've both filmed yeah last year, yeah but... exactly that that would have worked totally um, I thought Alexis looked the best she's looked all season in this red get-up. Uh, I still think she looks a bit clump, like a big clomping man coming down the runway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just caught me off guard. <laughs> big clomping man. <laughs> she looks so feminine. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. She's all, she's all cheeks and man legs. No, I'm not having it. Well, I think she looked absolutely beautiful. I love the colour. I loved everything about it, actually. So, big toot from me. Uh-huh. Um, I thought India... I hated India's look. Um, it didn't oh, give I me quite prom. Liked, I quite liked it. It didn't give me prom at all. It, I mean, it was a good look, but it just was It just was out of place. I thought it was tacky and slutty. And I think um, that 
someone else mentioned this as a theory, and I'd kind of already thought this, that this was not her intentional prom look. And I think, because, you know, they're given a list of runway themes and they're not all used. Oh, right, yeah. I think this would have been for a redemption runway, which they often do in All Stars, because this is very, very similar to the look she was eliminated in in season three. Oh. So I think this was her more elevated take on it, the one where she was picked up by Mimi. Oh, and shit. I think she knew she was going home, so she liked the look and just wanted to kind of go out in a nice outfit. Oh, you think she was... Fit. You think she, she, you think she thought she was over yeah i think she saw the right i get the impression more so from this series than ever before that all the queens are getting a lot of chance to talk off camera mm. and i think that they're all basically telling each other how they voted so i don't think there's that much of a gag at the end of the episode i think they all pretty um, much know what's happening oh, I see. and that's why they're voting for themselves and that's why all these the drama we'll get to maybe happened yeah um w- what did you think of blair's um, Blair, I do declare, uh, I, oh, what, what did it look like? I've forgotten. <laughs> so it was like, uh, uh, she did a gender bending. Oh my God, I loved it. Yes, of course. I tuxedo mean, I, I, dress. I, I mentioned it five, not five minutes ago. Sorry, it's my, it's my alcoholic Alzheimer's. Um, I think <laughs> that I, yeah, no, I loved it. It was, um, it just, you know, it was, it was gender bending. It had the little crown on it. Loved it. Which was my idea, remember? I said my idea was to do a reveal that was turned into a crown. And now Blair's taken my idea. She oh. probably listened to this podcast. She probably is. Well, no, because it was filmed last year. But um, my favourite colour combination is red and like a light blue, which is mm. what she does, because it reminds me of a rose's tin. Oh. So oh, for that no. alone, I love it. <laughs> what the oh, I love the pitying noise there. Thank you. What, a, rose's, a rose's tin for one. <laughs> Just a takeaway, please. With my wine. <laughs> Just pour it, pour it into my nose bag. <laughs> um, my favourite of the week was Juju's. I absolutely loved yes! her prom dress. So, I mean, that is like, that is how to do it. The wig was amazing. The, the dress was amazing. The crimping. Yeah, the fantastic yeah. crimping, the look. I mean, it was just, I, I mean, like, as I've said, I, I thought Juju should have won this week, but... um. You know, oh, Sam good. thinks Juju should have won. What a shock. What, what no, a huge I don't, twist. I don't always think she should have won <laughs> at all. Like I, I, in the week that she did win, I didn't think she should have won. But this time, I think she should have done. Yeah, um, I can see a case for that. It, people are very torn about whether it was Shay, Alexis or Juju this week. Mm. I think Shay was the rightful winner, but I can see it. It could have gone any, any way, I admit. Um, controversially, as much as I loved Shay's Snatch Game, I d- didn't love this dress. She did like a carry um, season nine finale reference. Yeah, again, it, this, was, this was again the sort of a redemption one again, wasn't it? Exactly. I think they've realised they're not doing a redemption runway, so they're pulling them out so that look wasn't wasted. So yeah. I think Shay didn't want to waste this look because it looked like it was probably well, quite expensive. Or I think probably it was A, really expensive, and I think she probably thought that, you know, it was for, yeah, for this redemption thing that you said, but also, you know, for later on in the competition or something, they just, she just had to fit it to this week. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I love the idea from the head up, but I just thought the actual dress was quite... Um, yeah, it's, it's all a bit bit. <clears throat> it's all a bit busy. A lot of Shay's runways this season. I like the idea, like the butterfly one, but it just it, it's mm. just too much, and I just want it to be simplified and edited a little bit. All in the delivery. I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's like with some of them, like Juju, for example. They're all quite simple. They've all been yeah. quite, They've all been quite simple. They haven't like the one the one with the camo. Simple. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't particularly standout sometimes less is more it really is um quite a surprising moment was rupaul she never really done this before but she admits that her and her husband who she'd never mentioned on the show do an impression of blair st Clair at home i know you'd be you'd be gagging if you were blair wouldn't you and such a weird niche moment that no one remembers. It's not even like it's an iconic like. Do you know, what? I, I, I sort of, I sort of do. I do remember that that bit actually, because um, I do remember thinking it was a bit weird. But also, I think it's a bit bit self centered that they sit and watch the show at home. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's like me making making a date watch come dine that I was on, which you did. <laughs> We'll do that as a separate podcast. <laughs> Sam giving a narration to his Come Dine With Me episode. Do you want to let people know where they can see it, Sam? Is it 4OD? On 4OD, yes, you can see my, my Come Dine episode. No spoilers. <laughs> the surprise is, though, that RuPaul remembered a contestant. Like She's yeah. known for forgetting the contestants as soon as well, they exactly. go. Exactly. So she obviously had like a really, like, they loved that series. I mean, I Which think... Was 10, yeah. 
Yeah, so that so she obviously watched the whole series to bring up such a niche moment as well, and then and I would I would have assumed that they would have left that bit out. It would have been an outtake, do you know what I mean, rather than actually putting it in the main show. I think the reason they put it in is because Juju makes a jokey reference to it later, and I think they thought that was funny because I found that funny. Um, um Jeffrey says that um. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, not Jeffrey Star, says that Blair relied too much on lesbian jokes for Ellen. Mm. Do you well, think she uh, did? Well, that is the thing is like, it's this is what I would say, right? That in, if you want to say a cheap dig or a cheap joke, it has to be funny, you know. Like yeah. we, we can all make it. We can all make a gay joke, etc. But like, if it if it's just crass or it's just a bit basic, then it's not funny, and then it's just like, why did you bother? And I think they were... Well, that's 90% of our podcast, Sam. So. <laughs> no, but it has to be... It just has to be funny. And I think the jokes were... It's just like, you know, using an overt slur, like a, um, a stereotype slur about anything. But it's like... But using a really hackneyed, overplayed one isn't funny. But if you twist it and make it amusing, then fine. But I think they were just... They were just a bit tired old jokes, you know? Yeah. Um, Shay gets emotional because she so emotional because she explains her outfit about the whole roses and the fact that she was devastated and that fans used to come to meet and greets and <laughs> that's, do the that's reveal. Just, that's just bullying. <laughs> I love that fans queue up for hours, pay a hundred dollars just to insult your fave. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's really going out of your way to troll someone. Actually, it, paying to <laughs> yeah, exactly paying the paying the cover price. It's like a friend of mine. Yeah, she used to work at a. Um, at a chip shop in Scotland and she had done a 13-hour shift and a van, she was walking up the road, she was a bit, a bit chubby, but she was walking up the road and this van s- pulled up next to her, like slowed down, pulled up, wound down the window and went, you're quite fat, aren't you, hen? <laughs> and, then dro- and then drove off. And I, and I always thought, I was thought like, why would you go to such an effort to be an awful person? Oh my god, that reminds me of, um, I used to have this friend when I was a teenager and he worked in a bar and we used to fall out and when we fell out I used to go into his bar and sit at the bar and ignore him. <laughs> it's like, it's a special kind of bitterness when you're going out of your way to not talk to someone, yeah. going to their place of work to ignore them. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit right in your face just to, just to not talk to you. Oh, <laughs> there's a special, there's a special kind of tragic about that. But luckily, Shay, um, she might have got shade from the fans, but she gets redemption this episode because she gets her mm. second win, the first queen mm. to get two wins, yeah. and she gets a trip to Paris. Oh. No, que Paris, you. Oh, qu'est-ce que c'est? So you think that should have been Juju's trip to Paris? Well, I just hope she didn't book it during COVID, is all I can say. <laughs> Ooh la la. And then we get a big twist, gag, everyone who isn't Shay is in the bottom. I know. What? Which- I mean, so Alexis does put it quite well, saying that, uh, well, this is the bit annoyed, that annoyed me. She was like, I really killed this. I really killed this challenge. And then, you know, you didn't That was really... a terrible accent. Thanks. Um, you didn't really kill it that much, <laughs> but um, you don't sit there and say it. I mean, like, Juju wouldn't say, sit there and say, oh my God, I was amazing. Um, so, I mean, I do think it's a bit of a gag that obviously they're all up, but it's, um, it's obvious who's going. I wonder if they did it because um, Vanji was the lip sync assassin and Alexis is Vanji's drag mum and I wonder yeah. if they wanted that as the whole kind of dynamic to add some drama I don't know but it's a very they just keep throwing these twists you mm. can't sit still for a second I know ants in the crack- pants <laughs> Cracker says that she believes she's in the bottom two with India in front of everyone else so I thought it was good that she's not deluded and she's kind of admitting it, yeah. even though there's a twist it mm. probably would have been us yeah agree. that's admirable it is admirable like, I do um, quite like Blair Sinclair anyway and I think that's, that makes me like her more and then it all really kicks off. Oh, my days. So Shay brings up the whole fact that Alexis tried to vote her off a few weeks ago. Yeah. And Alexis gives a little speech saying, now, that it was personal because of the friendships. I didn't think you are going anywhere. Now, that being said, don't try to come for me just because you think she voted for me. If yeah. it's in your nature and that's your truth to send me home, remember... Everything you do, every action has a consequence and you have to live with that. <gasps> I know. It, just, do take it, sounds like a th- it sounds like a threat. I know, it sounded like Taken 4 or something. <laughs> I have a special set of skills and if you vote me off, I will kill you. Um, I mean, I won't mess with her, especially clumping down the runway like a big man, as you said. <laughs> Um, and then things get even gaggier because India has to talk to Shay separately and then drops this bombshell. What well, no, did you make she, of the bombshell? She makes a, a, 
a beeline and says, okay, it's like, are we going to talk about, are we going to have you one-on-ones? Because, I mean, obviously she's not going to have a one-on-one with all of them, especially Shay's like, no, I don't want to. And India's like, well, and India's like, well, can I request one? So you know she's got something to say. And then, um, yeah, the bombshell that she was asked specifically to also vote for Shay. Um, I think that while... India thought she was going to go. I thought she she thought she had to say it. I believe India in this, I'm, I have to say. I did believe India at first, and I don't believe she's completely making it up, but I think she's twisting the truth. Because later on she says that Alexis asked her after the vote, did you vote for Shay? Mm. But that's not manipulating someone's vote because they've already voted. She's just like asking, did you vote for Shay? I think she was basically manipulating the situation to to make it sound like that, perhaps. I mean, it's, it's like one of these situations where, where you could... It's like a Trump thing. It's like you say one thing and then it could be, oh, I was joking, or, or it means something else, or blah, 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 blah. And it's so it's quite difficult that they will both probably claim that they were both telling the truth. I think no one's out and out lying. I think maybe India believes her version of the truth, That's even though I mean, it may yeah. not be completely yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably somewhere between them. But then I love that Shay doesn't allow the conversation to be kept private and just brings it up in front of everyone, tells everyone about the accusation that India's made to Alexis that she was campaigning to get rid of Shay. <sighs> oh, so shocking. But I have to point out, even though Alexis has actually got a history of dishonesty on the show, because I don't know if you were aware of this, Sam, but back in season three when she won the challenge about the military one, that, I want you to come home, Pappy! And she talked yeah. about her military boyfriend... It later transpired that she'd completely made up that whole story to give herself a storyline. So Alexis is no stranger to a lie, to a bit of lies and Manelli. Um, so we can, I don't know. I, I don't hate either of them if they did this. Whoever's lying, I just think I'm just grateful for the drama. So keep, keep bringing it. Keep lying, keep manipulating, because I'm lapping it up. Yeah, well, this, this is the thing. It was... It was almost classic drag race this was wasn't it like for old school they're like really going for each other and like you I, I thought there was going to be some sort of you know wigs and nails at dawn but it was really <laughs> it was re- like, like she really believed what she was saying and it was almost like a, you know a bit threatening as we said I think Alexis was a little bit threatening and I don't think I think I believe <laughs> India and I think um, that Alexis is basically playing a bit of a game but Alexis looked genuinely hurt and maybe she's a good actress but she looked so upset and she said now I understand Derek very well that is a low that is a low blow in my book <laughs> and she said even though India's makeup and hair is pretty there's some evil demons inside <laughs> I you know. girl I, but I, she was I, best I, friends with that... her 10 minutes ago she turns fast doesn't she there is some evil demons I almost felt like I was watching you know uh, some sort of Annabelle or you know one of those um <laughs> One of those, you know, horrors from... Um, yeah. Or, like, Drag Me to Hell. And she was cursing her. <laughs> Evil demon. Drag Race Me to Hell. <laughs> drag Race Me to Hell. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why haven't they done um, that? They could do a horror movie challenge. Oh, yeah. I th- maybe they have done it. Well, they obviously did the one with Sharon Needles, the zombie apocalypse thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done more horrors. Um, so then we get to them all picking the lipsticks. And I love when Alexis just doesn't hang about. She just picks India and says, you're a liar and this is why Derek don't like you. Bam! <laughs> yeah. <I> just, <laughs> she just went straight. Oh. That is iconic. I think that's going to be quoted from years to come. There was you're also- a liar and this is why Derek don't like you. <laughs> but it, but that was also, I mean, I think it's iconic, but I think it's a little bit school schoolyard. But um, what I do love is, as I've said before in the podcast, that I love the meal they make of it in that little room. And um, <laughs> like... Just, you know, Juju be like fingering all of the lipsticks, like, oh, what could it be? What could it be? Like the producers have said, like, oh, but just, just keep going up and down until we've got the shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare to hear fingering in that context, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, yeah, Juju joked about picking crackers and then she did the little um, Blair St. Clair shimmy and shush thing. Yeah, I mean, I w- I, if it wasn't so obvious that it was India, I would like to see uh, who picked whom. Well, it would be a good idea to just play mind games and just pick random people and then yeah. deny it because it would really create <laughs> paranoia. I'm surprised no one did this. Um, but I liked Juju's commentary about India can't be lying because if she was lying, she'd be better at Snatch Game. <laughs> so, like, that was good. That is true. That is, yeah, it was good. And, that is, and that's true, actually, because, it, you know, to, to convincingly lie like that, you've really got to 
either believe it or I don't know. And then, what but I've th- known some compulsive liars in my time, and the ones who believe their own lies, they don't know they're lying. So it's kind of like a different kettle of fish. That is true. <laughs> when they're so convinced of the lie that they just believe it ent- entirely. I've known a few compulsive liars as well, actually, and that is true. And it, whereas India goes full on serious, she says, "The truth shall set you free, girl. Stop acting the fool." <gasps> she used her own catchphrase against her. Oh, now that is I know. that is low. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low blow so we get the lip sync which Shay the winner is now gonna she changes into an outfit which I did not like can I just say oh I liked it actually I know it's just a lip sync outfit but Crack approved last week you can pull out a good look for a lip sync so I thought Shay no I didn't I thought it was quite basic I liked, well, um, I liked it was better than the other outfit she, she couldn't have done it in that prom outfit you can't do a, a lip sync with that huge headdress on that's true she couldn't have moved in that um mm. And then we find out she's lip syncing against Vanjie. Again, not really a lip sync assassin. Probably lost more than and she's all, won. And also, ju- and also just more of a, like a, like a fan favourite or an all, like people just, people just like her because she's Vanjie and like, not, she's, not that she's actually massively talented, although I thought she looked beautiful. She looked amazing. Money well spent on her mug, but um, I love they thought it was Van, uh, Laganja. When yeah. the thing was coming up, I'm like, look, I'm just like three times taller than Vanjie. Like, <laughs> this is like the mass singer, the worst guessing ever. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, just guessing a bad one just to be uh, funny in inverted commas. But I do think. Is I it what, Prince Harry? Yeah, yeah, Prince Harry's on the mass singer, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, because he's not really not that busy. Uh, I think, but also, also the weird, the weird taking off the gloves and they would still attach. That was odd. Yeah, that was bad. So the the lip sync song is Madonna, Open Your Heart, which my obviously fa- it's you my know favorite. How big it's a- my, well, it's my favorite Madonna song of all time. Really? Yes, wow. It yes, it I is, wouldn't have yes. thought it'd be anyone's all-time favourite. <gasps> it's my all-time favourite Madonna song. Oh, I do love it, and it's a great video. So I'm I'm glad it's been featured on the show. Me but too. it's quite hard probably to lip-sync to, because it's quite mid-tempo. And I don't think anyone slays it, really. I think um, Shay has more of an idea of the video, and she does... She gives, yes. She, she harks back more to the video. I don't think Shay... I don't think um, Vanjie would have looked to the video, or necessarily even knows it that well. Uh, yeah. I liked I liked Vanjie's performance, but she just sort of started off dancing and just carried on doing the same dance throughout. I don't think it's a song that requires splits or death drops, which they both were guilty of. I think it's yeah. more an emotive song. Yeah. And did you see at one point Shay goes to kiss Vanjie, but she pulls away? Yeah, that was quite funny. So who do you think you are, Brooklyn Heights? You can't be kissing Vanjie on Drag Race. But um, <laughs> she, she was not playing along. But of course Shay wins. I, I actually preferred Vanjie's performance, even though both were not perfect. But I understand giving it to Shay. Shay, I like Shay's better. And Shay gets a little quip in. I usually like more than just the tip, but that, that'll do. Foul. Or as Vanjie says, you a nasty hoe. You a nasty um, hoe. <laughs> I agree. So Shay's now won $30,000, which is more than Bibi Zahara Benet won in the whole of season one at um, the end. Um, I know you haven't seen season one. Spoiler. First of, all, first of all, I have seen season one. And second of all, it's, it's just inflation. David said you hadn't seen it yesterday. David is Sam's boyfriend, by the what, way. What does he know? Uh, he just what, what does he know? <laughs> I've seen, I have seen it, but I just don't. He watches it like all the time. He has it on in the background at work and stuff, like for some reason. Um, we and, need to get David on as a guest. And he I just know a lot about drag. He, race. He's got, he's got very good um, general knowledge about it. Like he knows them all. He knows what they look like. He knows their songs that they've released outside. And he's of the, the butchest, straightest gay man. So you wouldn't think he'd have all this <laughs> knowledge on Drag Race. It's he very is, impressive. He's, he's nothing if not a um, a mystery wrapped in an enigma. He's a big man stomping down that runway. So um, we get a nice tender moment between Alexis Mateo and Vanjie, who I know even though they're drag mother and daughter, they've had some fallouts and on-off periods of the show. But when they hug... Of course they have. <laughs> like any mum and daughter. And I do like how she says, you know, when, it, when it's revealed to be Vanjie, like she couldn't smile or laugh because it could be her that's going to actually stab her own mother in the heart, even though it's not wouldn't be her fault. Well, apparently Vanjie said if it was Alexis's name on the lipstick, she would have just thrown it away and refused to read it out. So that would have been quite fun. Oh, that would have been amazing. And also, it's easy to say that when it didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, I would have done this. I would have... Um, So instead, it's Shay revealing the lipstick and she does a bit of a double bluff, like what Shangela did on All Stars 3 with Trixie. Mm. Mm-hmm. She leads us to believe she's about to eliminate Alexis. Mm. She says, one of the queens may or may not have been campaigning to get rid of me a few weeks back. India. 
Yeah. But she might as well have just said this queen is from Puerto Rico and says Bamala. <laughs> India. I it's just like, I just think that misdirect. She did I mean it was a bit of a misdirect for a bit of a bit of drama, but also it would have been she's always said that she wants to be fair in the show and India has been in the bottom bottom two for the last four weeks and she was clearly the worst in this and Alexis actually was quite good, so it would have she she would look terrible if she did that. I think she, I don't think she would have looked that bad because uh, Alexis did start this whole thing by trying to vote her off. But I think mm. Shay has done it cleverly because she's given Alexis quite a warning. Like, I could have got rid of you. I thought about mm. it, but mm. I haven't. And yeah. now Alexis can't really get rid of her because she's been backed into a corner where she'd look really bad if she did that now. Yeah, exactly. She basically, and Alexis she, she, is likely she, to win something. And she, she would have malilled her big time and everyone would, have, everyone would not have liked that. So we finally got rid of India. I mean, thank God she's been hanging on like a like a dingleberry. She's she's sort she's sort of like that little kid that you bully at school, and then only when they've left the school do you think, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> God, but she. I mean, this is worthy of being bullying, giving this crap of an exit line. But it's the four H's: live happy, listen to your heart, be humble, and most of all, be honest. Yeah, which she directs straight at, straight at Alexis, and I think you know, which makes me think again that she was telling the truth. Oh, she missed off one of the H's. Horrible exit line. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> Heinous. And then I think she... And then she gives a good... Another good exit chat where she talks about, again, that she can, you know, go out with her head held high because she, because she believes that she told the truth. I mean... After she tells Shay, I was not lying to you. Can't they just freaking roll back the tapes from that episode and find out when this happened, unless it was off cam? Well, I think even if they had it on tape, they wouldn't show it yet because I think they wanted... Everyone's debating about who's telling the truth. I think they want the fans to do that. So if they do show it, I think they'll wait till possibly a reunion yeah. or oh, yeah, something that, oh, yeah, to reunion, show it. But, yeah, but, we'll but good, I suspect yeah. there is no footage because I don't think it was ever explicitly said. Mm. I think it would have been more like Nasty Nick in Big Brother, like oh my hinting God. and <laughs> kind of implying, trying to keep it off camera. Again, Big Brother. <laughs> We're obsessed. We need a Big Brother podcast because we can't stop talking about it. <laughs> we really can't. I can't wait for it to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think uh, of the preview for next week? Did you watch that? Uh, I did watch it. And, um, oh, I don't know, Crocodile Tears from Alexis. Sorry. And it's a ball. You love a ball. I do love Preferably a ball. I like a big ball bag, yes. And um, <laughs> it's a back- backyard ball, isn't it? <laughs> yes so is, what, what does that mean like kind of a hillbilly thing yes I, I think you know I, I like balls in the backyard um, I think it's just you like them anywhere I, <laughs> in my mouth no um, I think that it is to do with yeah like you said a bit hillbilly like you know backyard ball y'all <laughs> <laughs> well I 100% think Shay will win Shay's really good at design challenges I don't mm. think anyone else in the cast is particularly mm-hmm. known for being strong at design challenges so I'd be very shocked if Shay doesn't get a third win next week but I hope Alexis does I really want Alexis to win something no I don't I'm off her now sorry yeah you've been very mean about her was I she think, the kid you bullied at school I think the um, no that was India I think the whole India <laughs> Alexis scenario which because India just has that sort of pleading eye look that's just a bit like oh puts me off yeah I think that um, yeah the whole scenario with the both of them the fact that you can't 100% believe either means I'm not really interested in either of them anymore yeah they both disappointed me whoever was telling the truth I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. That's mm. even worse. Um, I want to do a couple of shout-outs. I want to shout-out to Benty, PB and Delano and Welsh Funks. Thank you all for your lovely messages and reviews. We've had loads in this week. And please do, as well as messaging us, review us on Apple Podcasts and share, share, share as much as you can. <laughs> I wanted to say a thank you to Podtail as well. Oh, oh. Podtail. Thank you, Podtail. Thanks, Podtail. Podtail.com. Um, and then tune in tomorrow to see what we think about Drag Race Canada. I'll be saying a boot a lot because I find what's it all about Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, edit that out, Moon. That goes without saying. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, we can't wait to get into that. And yeah, please join us tomorrow. And thank join you for tomorrow. listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.